Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom.
Hallelujah. I wonder how many of you tonight can join in with me and say, I've got a seed in the ground, and it is working for my favor. Hallelujah. Ah, I give God all praise, all glory, and all honor. I love that song. I just heard it recently, probably about a month ago for the first time, and it has resonated within my spirit ever since I heard it because it's It prophesies to my place right this moment, and I pray to God that you will allow it to prophesy to you in your situation, in your circumstance. This is your season for grace and for favor. Let that resonate within you. Let it get within the recesses of your mind. Let it get deep down within your spirit. Let it consume your heart that you know that you know that you know that you know that this This very time, this very hour, this very season is your season for grace and for favor. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Welcome to prayer, praise, and the word of God. Can you tell I am fired up tonight? Hallelujah. And I'm fired up just to know that God loves his children to the extent that he is faithful to his word. Whatever he has promised you, whatever he has spoken over you, whatever he has decreed and declared to be so in your life, shall, shall, not maybe, but shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Well, I am your host on tonight, Elder Coilette James. Again, welcome to Prayer, Praise, and the Word of God. My assignment tonight is to encourage you in the things of God. It is to encourage you in the promises of God. It is to encourage you in your journey. Even though it may seem afar off, the things that God has promised you, even though you may not be able to understand and recognize how it could possibly come together in the natural. You've got to get it down in your 
spirit, in your knower, in in that place where it can reside and grow. This is your seed tonight. You're going to plant the seed in your heart. You're going to plant the seed in your mind. You're going to continually decree and declare, this is my season. Planted my seeds. I have watered them with my tears. I have. I've stood. One thing that the song said, I may not be perfect, but I've sure been faithful. Hallelujah. I've been faithful to decree and to declare that God is God. I've been faithful to decree and to declare that I belong to him. I've been faithful to decree and to declare that, hallelujah, he resides within me. He has gone before me. He has made the crooked way straight. He is my provider. He is my shelter in the time of storm. He is my everything. I've decreed it. I've declared it. So I know it to be so, just as you have. See, this is not that name it and claim it little fad that went through the land a little while ago. This is knowing that you know that you know that you know the God that you serve. The word says that those that know their God shall do great and mighty exploits. Great and mighty exploits. Hallelujah. Do you know him? Do you know your God? Do you know that you belong to him? Do you know that he loves you so very, very much that he literally moved heaven and earth to come to give of himself? so that he could have koinonia, he could have fellowship with you. Do you know him? Beyond the surface, beyond the lip service, beyond the, oh, hallelujah, yes, I go to church. Oh, yes, I'm a Christian. What does that mean? What does that mean? Let me tell you something, and I'm going to take you on a little journey, right? Just real quick, real quick, real quick. Okay, I once I had this discussion with somebody, and, and it, it, it turned into like, yeah, for real, yeah, discussion. <laughs> I will say an argument, but it was a serious discussion because I'm very passionate about my God, and I'm very passionate about people um, not mistaking their their gifts and their talents for the anointing of God. Okay, that's very, very important to me because there's a very, very big difference in the anointing and the gifting. Seriously, there are many people that are gifted orators, they're gifted singers, but they've not typed into that place in God where they're anointed. So there is a definite difference. Anyway, we were having this discussion, and he he was one of those that, you know, yes, I'm studying Greek, and I'm studying Hebrew, and it was all about the um, education and the knowledge. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in education. I believe that knowledge is king, you know, and all you're getting, get understanding, and in that understanding comes knowledge, comes wisdom. But his point was he was all puffed up because of the book knowledge he was getting. And he felt that because of this knowledge, he would be superior to others. And my stand was knowledge is good in everything, but knowledge don't touch a relationship. And he couldn't understand. You know, no, it's the knowledge that gets you through and yada, yada, yada. And this was my example. 
Go back in history to our ancestors. See, I'm an African-American. I'm black, okay? If you didn't know, now you know. (laughs) But I went back to my ancestors that were caught up in slavery, that could not read nor write, did not know Greek nor Hebrew, probably didn't even know how to um, articulate properly their feeling about God. All they knew was that there was a God and he was real in their lives. And they would go out there in those cotton fields and under the oppression that they were under, and they would start to sing hymns, spirituals. And in that singing, in that that fellowshipping with God, in that relationship with them, they were able to withstand the pressures of the time. They were able to withstand the beatings, the slander, the cursings, all that they had to endure. They were able to withstand it. And it wasn't about knowledge. It wasn't about knowledge. Why were they able to endure? Because of their relationship with God. See, relationship will trump education and knowledge any day, any day. You may not be able to tell, hallelujah, if the ink on the paper is black or blue because you're colorblind. It don't make no difference if you have a relationship with the Father. That relationship will walk you through any situation, any circumstance, anything, hallelujah, that the enemy could throw at you, anything that you could do to yourself anything that the haters could speak about you, any ailment that you might have to endure, that relationship will get you through it all. It will get you through it all. So I'm encouraging you tonight to increase your relationship. You say, Elder, how do I do that? Very simple. How do you increase any relationship? By spending time with that one that you want to get to know. So that's the key, and that's the answer. It's like we need to press into that place, the presence of God. That's the place. Where is there? There is in the presence of God. Wherever the presence is, when you get there, you're there. It's like I'm going somewhere. Where are you going? I'm going over there. What's over there? The presence of God, and that's where I'm going. That's where I'm striving for. That's what I, I won't be turned back. I won't be denied. I will not be denied getting in his presence. I will not be denied allowing him to inhabit me. Won't be denied. Why? Because I love him like that. Why do I love him like that? Because he loves me like that. See, he didn't even allow death to stop him from getting to me to stop him from getting to you. He endured the death of the cross to get to you, to get to be able to have relationship with you. What are you enduring on his behalf because of your love? There's some things I know has been hard and tough. I know it's broken your heart and probably have broken your spirit as well. 
But I'm here tonight on assignment. I promise you this is an assignment tonight. It's not just to be on on the radio or to have a broadcast. This is an assignment of encouragement for you in your journey to encourage you to know what season, what time you are in. There is a graduation. I went to a meeting um, last night for an event that's going to be taking place in, in Atlanta. And, and um, Corey Condry and his wife, Joanne Rosario Condry, are putting on this huge event um, May 24th. I'll give it a little plug <laughs> called Stan. But the, the point of it is, and it's free, it's free to anybody that wants to come. Um, but, and the point is to win souls. The point is that um, – they're doing this big festival, and the whole thing is about souls. And Corey was talking to the volunteers the other day, and he was talking about graduation. And it resonated with me because it's real. You see, once we go through things, we graduate from one level to the next level. And he gave the illustration so that, you know, I'm, I'm just pulling from what he had, he had said, um, was that the same way you graduate from PK to kindergarten. And then you graduate from kindergarten to elementary. And then you graduate from elementary to middle school. And from middle school to high school. And from high school to college. And from college to grad school. And from grad school to get your master's. And after you get your master's, you get your doctorate. And you go through all of these levels. And every level there is a graduation. Every level there is a graduation. But guess what? When you graduate from that, that level and you go to the next, things are a little tougher. The lessons are a little harder to learn. You got to study even more to graduate to the next level. You don't give an elementary school child a college course because that elementary school child is not ready for it. See, you, you weren't ready for where God was taking you last year. You weren't ready for where God was taking you last month. Hear me. Hear me by the Spirit of God. You weren't ready. That's why it did not materialize. God is not mean. He's not trying to hold it back from you. He's trying to keep it for you. He doesn't want you to blow it. How many times do you see people that run after things that they want from God and they do it in their own stead? They accomplish what it is they think that they want to do. However, they can't hold on to it when they accomplish it. Why? Because they weren't ready. They weren't ready for it. They hadn't graduated to that level yet. They just wanted to skip a few grades. Things that we've got to walk out. There are places we have to endure in this journey. But all that we walk out and everything that we endure prepares us for the next level. You're being prepared. You're being prepared. And even though this is your season of grace, and a favor, and the power of God, Haroboshanda, rests within you, and he's going to use you in a mighty way. Know that. In the place that you're at, he's going to use you in a powerful and a mighty way. Know that. You are there for a reason. You don't put light with light. You put light in darkness so that the light can illuminate the darkness and the people can see their way. That's why you're there. 
You're not there permanently, but you have a job to do while you're there. And until you complete that job, you can't move on to the next one. Know that. Understand why you are where you are. Find out your purpose for being there. I promise you, if you find out and embrace the reason why you're there, it's not so bad being there. And guess what else? You'll get out of there a lot faster. But you got to learn what you need to learn on that level. You're not, you've got to graduate from what he's trying to teach you. And, 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 and hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, because I'm hearing in the spirit some of you are in very, very dark places right now. And all you want is out. I understand. I've been there. God in heaven knows I've been there. Okay? But know this. Don't leave before your time. You see, when you leave before your time, you'll miss the spoils. When he releases you, he's going to release you with the spoil, the same way he did the children of Israel. It may or may not be tangible dollars and cents. But I guarantee you it will be an anointing that you couldn't have paid for any other way but to walk through what it is that you walk through. Trust me on that. Believe me. And I'll promise you this as well. That anointing is far more valuable than any monetary gifting you could have because that anointing is what graduates you to the next level. I feel God in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. And I, better than anyone, can tell you I know it's difficult to stand still, especially if it's in your nature to make it happen, because that's my nature. I'm that go-getter. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it do what it do, as Ray said. But there came a place in time where he told me, be still. Sit down. Sit down and be still. Because I need to teach you something. I need you to recognize and understand that unless I do it through you, your efforts are futile. I need you to understand that I truly am your source. I need you to understand that what I'm doing for you, no man will ever get the glory on it, and that includes you. I need you to understand who I am. And he's speaking that to one of you tonight. He needs you to understand who he is who he is, who he is, and he is who he says he is. He is God, the almighty, not the mighty one, the all-powerful, almighty, the sovereign king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, recognize him for who he is, and in all of his sovereignty, in all of his power in all of his glory, in all of his splendor, he is still your father. And he loves you with a father's heart. So does it grieve him when you're walking through hard times? Yeah, it hurts. How do you think it made him feel when his son hung on the cross 
when they spat at him, when they beat him, till he was literally raw. Do you think that didn't grieve him? Think he did not feel that? You need to understand he feels what you walk through. He grieves when you hurt. But because of his unfailing love, he walks it out with you. He makes sure that in the midst of that wilderness place, a stream will spring up to refresh you, to encourage you. Hallelujah. Ah, what an awesome, awesome God he is. What an awesome, awesome God he is. And unto him be all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 I just, I, I, ha, glory. Mm. He is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes, he is. It's, it's just, you cannot put into words who and what he is. So I I want you to get this in your spirit, that no matter what has been said to you, no matter what has been said about you, no matter even if you said it to yourself or about yourself, God has the final say. We're going to listen to Vicki Yoey with God has the final say, and when we come back, we're going to get into the word. Hallelujah. We give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Oh, 
does, he does, he does. He has the final say. And I, for one, am grateful because I I don't have to imagine. I know the things that were said about me and over me that were not of God. They weren't the words that God had written plainly on the tablets. But, you know, I remember one day riding in my car and just giving God the praise and the glory for bringing me out of a very, very trying and difficult situation. And he stopped me in the midst of my praise. And we think, you know, that you're praising. Why would God stop you? But this is what he spoke to me. He said, don't praise me because of this situation. He said, because trust me, you will have more trials and tribulations. Rather, praise me because your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So that is where I'm encouraging you also tonight. Don't don't worry about all the naysayers and what they've said over your life and what they said about you. And, you know, even some of you may have had things written in the newspaper about you or written on the, in the courtroom about you or what have you. Don't worry about all of that. The only thing that you need to be concerned with is your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. God has the final say so. And he did not write your name in to erase it and then put it in again and then erase it and then put it in again. When he placed it in there, it was there because he placed it in there knowing that you would finish your race. He knew. He knew from from the foundation of the world those that would finish and finish well. So take heed and know that you are okay. You know, that you, the fact that you have been talked about and ridiculed and slandered and lied on, just says that you're in excellent company because they did all of that to our Lord. But he stood, didn't mumble a word. Imagine we go around complaining and complaining and complaining about the evil that man does. I want you to go to Habakkuk with me tonight. Um, and Habakkuk, I love Habakkuk's book. He's, uh, he places his complaints before God. And then he waits for God to answer it. And and that's an awesome thing because he lets us know that we can go to God and we can say, listen, Lord, this is really what's going on, and, and I have issues with us. But when we do that, when we place it before him, we must take the time to wait on his response. Don't just go before God complaining, and, Lord, they did this, and, Lord, they did that, and, Lord, you need to do this, and, Lord, do that, and, what have you. No, 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 no. Plain to God. Take your issue to God. He wants you to. He wants you to. Okay? He, he, he's waiting for you to do that. He is waiting for you to do that. And once you do that, then he will take and reason with you. You know the word of God says, come let us reason together. God loves to sit and communicate with you. You know, our problem is we don't sit still long enough to hear from him. We don't try to get into that quiet place to communicate. We just want to go and say, God, da, 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 and fix it. <laughs> and then you up and gone. Oh, God, I'm so sick of this. And God, I'm so sick of that. And God, you, ugh, I can't take this. And God, you know, I'm not going to take this. And yada, 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 yada. We complain, we complain, we complain. And then we're on about our business. We don't take time for God to answer our complaints. And maybe that's that's 
for choice because you, you might get the answer that Job got when he laid his complaints before God, even though he was an upright man in all of his ways. After all of his trials and his tribulations that he endured and them, those friends, quote, unquote, um, coming to, in quote, unquote, encourage him not, <laughs> um, he had complaint before God. And he laid it at God's feet. But when God came to answer that complaint, he was like, where were you when I hung the stars and the moon? Where were you when I told the sea how far it could go? Where were you? Where were you? When I, God, created all creation, where were you? And I'm paraphrasing it now, Okay. Um, but you know the gist of that story. And he really did say, where were you when I hung the stars and the moon in the sky? But the bottom line is to know that God is a sovereign God. And yes, 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 all oh, me. Take your hurt to him. Take your pain to him. Take your complaint to him. Yes, he wants you to do that. But don't take it and then pick it up and take it with you. No, lay it down. Give it to him and then let him minister to your heart. Some of the things he may speak to you at that very moment may seem harsh, but it's for a reason. I'll never forget being broken, just broken inside and weeping before God. And my pastor saying that, you know, God could see that there were wounded soldiers that morning in prayer. And he wanted to minister to his soldiers, to his children, the wounded ones. And, and I went to that altar with my hands uplifted and the tears strolling down my eyes and my face because I wanted to be ministered to. And this was the ministering that I received straight out off the top. He said, it's time out for pity parties. Now, that was a harsh word to me because I'm thinking to myself, you know that I am broken. You know that I am walking through things. Why would you tell me it's time out for pity party? Pity party? I'm hurting here. That was my first reaction. What do you mean pity party? Then he broke it down. Because there was other things that were going on. There are people that were being destroyed that didn't know him. People sitting in church pews that, uh, that the enemy was killing, literally taking them out because they didn't know him. Those were the ones that I needed to be crying for. That's what he told me. And to be sure, to know, he knew my plight, and he had already taken care of it. Because he took care of me. I belong to him. So I'm telling you tonight, yes, you can take your pain and your hurt to him. And yes, he's a loving God. And yes, he will heal you of it. Please hear me. Please hear me, beloved. But don't. Don't wallow in it. Don't just take it and drop it there and keep going. Allow him to speak words to you that will turn you around. You see, in him letting me know that he knew my plight, in him letting me know that no matter how hard I thought I had it, the fact remained that I was in him. I was at early morning, 5 a.m. prayer when this happened. So I'm seeking after you, Lord God. And there were those that didn't know to seek after him. There were those that had no concept of who he really was in their life. There were those that were sitting, again, on church pews every Sunday that would die and go to hell 
without a relationship with him. And in my weeping, in my travail, those are the things that I needed to be weeping and travailing for. Why? Not that my situation didn't matter, but because I belonged to him, he had already taken care of my situation. I just didn't know it. I just couldn't, couldn't fathom it because I was in the middle of it. That's where some of you are tonight. You just can't fathom that he's taking your care of your situation because it's hurting so bad because you're in the middle of it. The journey has gotten tedious. The struggle and the fight, you've gotten weary in the midst of it. But we're here tonight for encouragement. Hallelujah. We're here tonight so that God can breathe on you, that he can refresh you. And renew you. All you have to do is receive it. Just receive it. Just receive it. Just right where you are. Right where you are. Right this moment. This is a Kairos moment for you. This is a moment in time that you can mark it. And know, my God took time out to come to visit me, to encourage me to speak to my heart, to build me up, to show himself mighty in my life, to reveal himself to me. Oh, I thank you, Lord. Lord, I lift up those that are listening. Hallelujah. I lift up those that are hurting. I lift up those that are tired. I lift up those that are broken. And tonight, God, I come in agreement with your desire to encourage their hearts, to encourage their minds, to take them in a place of peace with you. Some of them haven't known peace in so long that they forgot what peace feels like. But, God, I believe you on tonight. Hallelujah. I believe you on tonight that you would touch their hearts like no man can do, that you would put your finger on their heart. And stop the pain. Stop the pain. That you would take their brokenness, oh, Lord God, and use it. Bless them. You did that. And then you let them be broken. You broke them, just as Christ did into supper. He took the bread. He held it up to you. He blessed it. Then he broke it. We don't often understand why you allow us to be broken, oh, God. But it is in our brokenness, hallelujah, that you are the most mighty. It is in our weariness that you are the most strong. Because in these hours, in this time, oh, Lord God, we don't have the strength to do it for ourselves. We, we can't comprehend, Lord God, the way out. It just looks like darkness all around. But, Lord, you are that light. You are that light. Lead them to you tonight, oh, Lord God. Minister to their hearts. Minister to their spirits. Minister to their minds, oh, Lord God, that their mindset could wrap itself around the fact of your unfailing, undying love for them. That no matter what it is that they're walking in the midst of, no matter what it is that they're facing, no matter what tomorrow holds, no matter what tonight holds for them, you hold tonight. You hold them. No matter what news is coming, no matter what news has come, 
still love them. You still have them. Oh, Lord God, show yourself mighty in them right now. Right now, right now, right now. They need you now. Not later. Not in the sweet by and by. Not when they get to heaven and they dance all all around the throne. But they need you right now. Right now, right where they are. In that car. In that room. In that place of brokenness. In that place of despair. In that place of pain. In that place of anguish. They need you now. Right now, in that place of confusion, in that dark and desolate place, oh God, in that desert place, in that wilderness place, they need you now. And your word has promised that you would be faithful, that when we would seek you with our whole heart, we would find you, that you would be faithful. Ah, show yourself to them right now that they may exhale all the hurt, all the pain, all the confusion, and inhale your spirit, your peace, your love, your illumination. Oh, God, show yourself, show yourself, show yourself. Reveal yourself to them in a mighty way. Reveal yourself to them as only, only, only you can do. We can paint the picture. We can walk them down the road. Your word can explain you. But it is only through relationship and experiencing you that true deliverance comes, that true healing comes. So, Father, do what only you can do in their lives. Only you, Lord. Only you. Only you. There are those that are standing right this moment in need of a miracle, a a for real, bona fide miracle, Lord God. They don't know where it's going to come from. They don't know how it is going to happen, but they have the faith to believe you for it. And I have the faith to stand in agreement with you for the manifestation of it. I believe you to be God. I believe you to be true to your word. I believe, one, that with an earnest heart seeking you for their way, trusting you to be their source, that you would leave them without fulfilling their need. I don't believe you would do it. I don't believe you would do it. I know that I know that I know you to be faithful. And I know that I know that I know 
you to not be a respecter of persons. You've done it for me too many times for me to doubt you. So I can stand in faith, in strong faith, oh, Lord God, not in some tiny faith, not in wavering faith, in strong faith, believing you, coming in agreement with you. You said in your word that two cannot walk together except they agree. So I'm walking with you in agreement, Lord God, for the manifestation of what they need, the manifestation of what they need. Because you know what they need better than they know what they need. So I can come in agreement with you as being our God, that you will fulfill their every need. And the more they draw nearer to you, the more their desires become your desire. You will give them the desires of their heart. Oh, what an awesome, awesome Awesome, God, you are. Oh, hallelujah. Minister God, oh, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, have your way, have your way, Holy Spirit. We yield to you. We yield to you, hallelujah. We yield to you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That you, Lord God, that you, Lord, you, Lord, would fill them to the overflow with your precious Holy Ghost. Ah, they're ready. They want to receive from you, God. Fill them, Lord. Fill them, Lord. Mm, hallelujah. 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 Show yourself strong and mighty in their lives, oh God. Show yourself. Show yourself. Hallelujah. Mm, and we give you the praise, oh God. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. 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 We worship God. We worship. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. 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 Great and mighty God, you are. Hallelujah. Ah, yes, Lord. Mm, Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, oh, God. Only you can do it, Lord. Only you, only you, only you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're setting the captives free tonight. Thank you, oh, Lord, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for deliverance from the despair. Thank you for deliverance from the depression, oh, God. Thank you, oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for deliverance from the hopelessness, oh, Lord God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, oh, God. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. Mm. We give you praise. Speak to their hearts, O oh God, with clarity. Speak, God. Speak, 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 for your servant is listening. Speak, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, oh, we thank you, God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Shalalalalabote. 
Ah, glory, 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 Father. Harre bababasha na robose. Ikarose tarabashe. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness, O oh God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. My God. My God. My God. My God. My God. Mm. Bring clarity. Bring clarity. Bring clarity, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we love you so much. Sweet, sweet God, we love you so much. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. I started off sharing about Habakkuk and and the fact that he would bring his complaint before God. But he didn't rush off when he did it. I'm going to start at the second chapter, the first verse. And he had brought two complaints before God. And after he brought his complaints, this is what he said. He said, I will stand my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Hear me. Hear me. Hallelujah. What an awesome God he is. He placed his complaint before God. And his complaint was about his second complaint was about the evilness of men, which I'm sure you all are dealing with. The hard heartedness of man, the evilness of man, what man has done against you. And we forget that man is just a pawn in the devil's hand. It's not man that has done this against you, it is the enemy. Man had a place in it because he allowed himself to be used of the enemy. But see who your true enemy is, and that's who you go after. But again, now let me get back to this. I just, that was a little rabbit trail. He said, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the rampart. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Hear me. As you put your complaint before God, you need the strategy to deal with the complaint. You need the strategy to win the battle in the midst of what is going on. The complaint is because of something that is warring against you or warring within you, whichever it may be. So you put the complaint out there, you give it to God, but then you get on your watch, you stand your watch, you station yourself so that you can clearly hear from God. Why? So that you will know what answer to give the complaint. So you got to know how to answer those things that are coming against you. You don't just let them come against you and you don't do anything. No, you take it to God and then you hear his strategy on it and then you take that strategy back to the complaint. Understand, after he said that, his next thing was, then the Lord replied, write down the revelation 
and make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Write it down what he's saying to you. That's why in your prayer time with God, you always have pad and pencil and the word of God with you. When you are praying, you pray, you listen. You pray, you listen. You pray, you listen. You allow God to walk you in his word. You see, the answers are in his word. He can audibly speak the answer to you or he can take you to the word and show it to you. But the word is the word. It's the word. And you use the word to answer the complaint. So you need to write it down. In your sleep, always have a pad and pen next to the bed because there are times when he will answer your complaint in your sleep, in your dreams. And when you wake up and it's fresh in your mind, write it down. Write it down so you don't forget, so you know how to answer the complaint. Vitally important. Vitally important. This is good strategy. Complain to God. You quiet yourself so you can hear what he's going to say to you. And then you take what he says to you, and that's what you use to answer the complaint. Ah, what an awesome God he is. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. We're out of time. Hallelujah, how quickly our hour flies by. But I pray that you have been encouraged on tonight. I pray that you've drunken in the spirit of God within you so that you've allowed it to resonate and revived you and refresh you and take you to that special place in him, that place called there. Where is that place called there? It's in the presence of the Holy Spirit all-powerful, almighty God. God bless you. I will see you next week. I am not sure if it's going to be on Monday night or Tuesday night. God seemed to have did a little switch on me. But I thank God for the switch and for his presence. God bless you. Be blessed. In your presence where I belong In your presence Oh Lord my God In your presence That's where I'm made strong Seeking your face Touching your grace In the cleft of the rock In your
In your presence. 